you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you. We certainly hope this finds you well. And the day after New Year, so much to look forward to uh, here again with Pastor Tony Miller, my dear friend, uh, Pastor Emeritus of Morningside Baptist Church, pastor for many, many years, and uh, uh, dean of a college, all kinds of things. He was a dean within the college system, uh, helping people out, working with people. He's been around. So just you guys have heard his testimony, but just to give you some quick background, he was saved young, family got away from church a little bit at 19, came all in, uh, went to Bible college and just has never stopped. He's from Colorado. You don't hear too much of Colorado in his accent anymore, but he certainly did not pick up uh, the Simpsonville, South Carolina accent. <laughs> uh, well, that, I was born in Texas, so you uh, yeah. got to remember I have a combination of oh, okay. accent, brother. Yeah, because the Colorado people sound a little different. So we've been dealing with new things. And uh, yesterday we started off with a new covenant, a new testament. And, and Pastor gave wonderful illustrations and how to get through things. And he went over to the book of Hebrews to explain this is what the new covenant did for us. And he's reading just a few verses. I think it's a good idea, Pastor, if you go back, give us the address and read those verses. Yeah, it's in Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 10. And once again, there's two Greek words for new. There's a kind naos, which speaks in reference to time, something recently that has come about. Yeah. But also, that's that's the word that's used here with the New Testament, but it's also another word used for it, and that's new in regards to quality. And so my car that's 213 is not new, naos. It's not new and recent of time. Yeah. It's old by 11 years, so I couldn't say that about it. But whenever you take an old car and refurbish it, you know, you redo it. New paint, new everything, even suspensions new, new transmission. And you get it into mint condition. Yeah. That's the kinos type of quality of new. And that's what God does for us. Yeah, that's exactly what he's done for us. And that's what he's saying here about this new covenant shed shedding of blood of Christ. He brings it into a, not only something that was not the old mosaic covenant, but now it's the new Testament, the most recent covenant God has with us. Yeah. But it's new in quality because it does something different for us. The old covenant condemned us. By the law is the knowledge of sin. It only shows us our sin, condemns us, and say, you need a Savior, but it doesn't give you a Savior. But here, the New Testament, Jesus' blood brought in a new agreement. God's last will and testament of shedding of his son's blood. He's dead. Now we're in it. And here is four things. Verse 10 of Hebrews 8. For this is the covenant that I make, and I'll make it with even Israel, of the Old Testament. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their mind, not just on tablets, but on, written on their hearts. And so now we have God's law written in our hearts. And then he says, and I will be to them a God. In other words, he's saying, I'm going to give you a special personal relationship and I'm going to be your God. And then he says, and they shall be my people. So there's intimacy in this new covenant that they didn't have back 
with the Holy Spirit dwelling in them like we have the Holy Spirit yeah. dwelling in our hearts. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor or every man his brother. Hey, this is the millennial reign of Christ that cultivates in all of these promises. But you won't need a preacher like me or Brother Doug here. It says, they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother saying, know the Lord, because... They shall know me. And boy, isn't that great? Direct relationship, not through a preacher teaching us about God. And from the least to the greatest, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness. And so here you see the promises of a personal relationship with God, his word written in our hearts, Mm. knowing him, no need of preachers, teachers, what a covenant. What a what a testament we have. And as we go forward with new things, Pastor is outlining the new birth results in new babies desiring the word. And he gave us a couple verses here. And starting over in the book of John 3, verses 1 through 5, there was a man of Pharisees named Nicodemus. And I love this story. A ruler of the Jews. The same came by Jesus at night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know thou art a teacher come from God, For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and saith unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man. Uh, And that word is except, E-X. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water in spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And then pastor picked out a verse over in 1 Peter 1, 2. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace unto you in peace be multiplied. And, uh, and then what, 1 Peter yeah. 2, 2 says, as newborn babes... Desire the sincere milk of the word. There we go. I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> no, new, newborn babes. He, yeah. He, yeah, yes, we're elect of God, and he yeah. has sprinkled us by the blood of Christ. Mm. And, you know, where the Holy Spirit has set us apart, sanctified us unto God, where his possession set apart. Yeah. And then as newborn babes, when we get saved, we're a new babe. Right. Okay. And we'll have new desires. Yeah. And but there's once again the, those two different news are used about us being new. We're new, recently born, and like a baby. Yeah. Okay. So some of you have just recently received Christ. God sees you as His recent naos baby, born again. Yeah. It's like it was it Hagar. Where she said, "God sees me." Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a and and right here, God sees us. God sees you, no matter who doesn't see you. I want you to know, God's looking and say, "I can see you. I see you right now." Exactly. And so then we are new babes. But as we go along, He wants to not only change us to have a recent birth in time. Yeah. He wants to give us a different quality of life. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we look at Scripture and we look at the new man. But new babes, and let me just emphasize this to you. You're maybe making some New Year's resolutions. Everybody, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to exercise more. 
I'm not going to eat this kind. You know, and they're every year. I'm going to be at church every time the door is open. <laughs> now, <laughs> that's one you can't break. Now, those yeah, others yeah. you can. Right, right. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to do this or do that. But right off the start, could I just encourage you, if you've dropped off on your Bible reading personally, you need to get back to God's love letter. Yeah. And start reading it daily and let his love warm your heart every day Good. and inspire you to want to love him back. Yeah, I love the, I, I, I like the illustration you're giving of new babies. You know, new babies have needs, mm -hmm. and they're trying to learn everything they can. I remember I had, you know, an older son and a younger son, and I'll never forget, boy, that younger son wanted to do everything that older son could do. And, and you know, you have multiple children and, and boy, just, they want to do, they want to grow up as quick as they can and do everything, learn everything and know how to turn on everything. And then saying, you know, as Christians, you know, when we get saved, we're these babies in Christ. That's right. And, and boy, we want to learn everything. We want to do everything. Oh, we should want to, right? Yeah. And we should have, a, a, and in fact, the spirit of God puts a desire in our hearts for the milk of the word. Yeah. Okay. And so if you have that desire, go to it, get you a plan. You know, could I challenge you to read through the Bible this year? I've got a grandson that's 17 yeah. and he got challenged about reading the Bible through more than once a year. And so this last three months, he's finishing up this week he will have read through the whole Bible in the last three months. Wow, he's a better man than I. I got through, <laughs> I got through the whole thing. Well, I'll get through the whole thing. Seven, uh, seven, 70 hours is what it takes at regular wow. reading rate to go through the whole Bible. But if you're going to stop like I do and you do, yeah. it takes longer than that. But you stop and think about it. And some of you, you drive, you commute, or you're by yourself. You can listen to the scripture. Yeah, The narrative passages is one of the best oh. ways to get the word of God in. And I remember the first time I stepped away from being pastor, I had more free time to feed myself. I went through the Bible three times that year, basically. Wow. And oh, what a blessing. And some people are wondering, well, why am I not having victory in my life? It starts by dwelling in the word of Christ richly as a new babe taking it in, and that gives strength. John, Mark. put it this way. I've written to you young men because you're strong and the word of God abides in you. And, and applying that. I love what the pastor is saying there. Applying the bomb, the holy bomb. <laughs> applying this to your life, making a difference. And, and folks, again, we're just thrilled. We're going to keep on talking about these new things, being these new babies. And you don't want to go anywhere. We'll be right back with you. Make sure you hang on for us. What we do is we let the radio stations do what they have to do. We'll be right back. return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. You know, Pastor, I'm amazed by this fellow Nicodemus. You know, here's this guy who's just steeped in what he thinks is his spiritual beliefs. He's a Pharisee. Uh, I mean, they question everything. They read everything. Uh, but this guy pulled himself out of that craziness and went to the Lord. A lot of people are hard on Nicodemus. But he went to the Lord, and he's asking some sincere, I think sincere questions, and after a while gets it right. Um, but I think this is a, this is a guy who... Uh, 
it's not a good thing to go up to Christ when you're a Pharisee. You know, you're, <laughs> you're out, you're trying to kill him. And old, and old Nicodemus shows up and, you know, I was looking at this verse. I wanted to ask pastor about this. And so, uh, and, and the same came to Jesus by night. So he, he's sneaking in there, brother. He's, he's coming in under the veil at night, but he's showing up. And, uh, uh, I mean, we should be asking questions. We should be doing things. We should be in, right? He was what you would call one of the top leaders in Israel. Yeah. I mean, you look at it, he's a ruler of the people, and that's designating this guy is top religious leader. He's wealthy, he's well-known, but and he knows what his fellow Jewish leaders think about Jesus. Yeah. And he can't come there on that. And I remember a missionary in Australia sharing with me how he went to this place, first independent Baptist missionary to Australia. And what happened, uh, he put an ad in a page he rented that you can know for sure you're saved and gave basically what Nicodemus was saying. And he said, you can know. And he got a knock on his door one night. And this man said, are you that guy that put that paper saying you can know you're saved? He said, yes, could I talk to you? And he had repeated meetings with that religious man. And eventually that man became like Nicodemus. He received Christ. He was a local priest Mm. and a spiritual leader in that town. And he got saved. You know, you never know. That's right. You just know, you know, but I, I personally, you know, as I look at this, I, you know, applying this to our lives is great. And knowing that those of us who are of the belief, sharing this with people, explaining this to people, but we're talking about a relationship with God is is deeply spiritual. It's all enveloping, right? Yes, yes. And you can go through all the ceremony, all the rituals, through all of the th- things that uh, keep trying to keep the law, doing good works. But if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, being born again by the Spirit of God, uh, your religion's no good uh, in fa- to have a relationship with God. And that's what the New Testament's all about. Yeah. It's you'll be my, I'll be your God, you'll be my people, and I'll put my word right in your heart. The Spirit of God will live in you. You'll be born of the Spirit, and He comes to dwell in you. And so, th- this man, uh, then he began to grow in the Lord after he had been a priest all these years. He gave himself to the Lord. Yeah, and, and you know what I like about this is there's various. Uh, you know, in my life, there's been things that happened in my life that's completely changed me. Much like the testimony I was explaining to you as a young boy, I think you, at eight, you accepted Ten the and a half. Ten and a half down in Texas. And if I remember your story right, at 19, you said, man, I need to get this right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, everything that happened before 19 for Pastor Tony Miller is under the blood at this point. You're all in. I'm all in. I'm all What changes take place when you say, you know, we're babies. We want to learn. We want to grow. You realize I need this. What changes take place? At age 19, I told God, I'll go back to my hometown. You show me what you want to do. He sent a preacher and an evangelist out, got me into a good Bible preaching church. I began to get taught the milk of the word. Then that pastor mentored me. He took me out on visitation, but while he was taking me on visitation, he was talking the Bible and growing me. 
And really, that's one of the best things that can happen to you if you have that available. Get you a good adult that has walked with the Lord or somebody that's more mature. Yeah. They can lead you down the road. But they can show you how to read the Bible, how to pray, how to witness, how to have a relationship with God. And, and the pastor did that with me. And, I, I, and it wasn't an official thing. I'm going to mentor you, Tony Miller. Yeah. No, it was just like he would bring it in. He would answer my questions. I'd have things that show up in my life, and he took me under his arm. And so if you, for you that are newborn babes, you need a church that preaches the Bible and yeah. tries to practice it and get you to know the Bible and to know how to practice it. And yeah, yeah. as I was listening to you, in my mind, I'm thinking preschool, kindergarten, elementary school. You're growing through these products. We and, all grow through them, folks. You know, I think I'm maybe an eighth grade of a spiritual. I mean, we our whole life, right? Our whole life is trying this sanctification process, letting the Spirit of God work on us, learning, like Pastor said, you can turn on the Bible in your car you can turn on the bible if you're allowed to wear headphones uh, at work or earbuds or whatever that you call them these days working out in your yard you can turn yeah. it on yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm out gardening and that many times i have my phone on listening to messages preached or the bible yeah and you know i was thinking about something we can really waste an awful lot of time even listening to good Christian music, don't get me wrong, I, I was one of those guys, I, I listened to music that we'd all find acceptable and things of that nature. But as I've got older, I found out that there's only so much time to put things into my brain every day. You know, we're busy, we're doing things, we're on the phone, we're helping people, whatever the case may be. But as Pastor Miller just said, hey, put this thing in. You know, what, you, what, what goes into you is what comes out of you. And, you know, yeah, and this is a good resolve at New Year's because I've been thinking, too, I like football. Yeah, me too. And I listen to it and watch games, but I get to thinking, do I watch more football than I am in the Word of God? Yeah. And C.H. Spurden used to say, even writing, reading secular material, he says, I try to be in the Bible five times more than I read secular material. That's saying something. Oh, yeah. And so you, let me just give you a challenge here at this time. Take an evaluation how much time you spend reading or listening to other things through the course of the week, watching television, you name it. And then look at how much time you spend in the Word and let that challenge your heart to way back. And, oh, yes, newborn babes desiring the sincere sin, milk of the Word. Age 19, I was a newborn babe-like in quality, kindergarten level at age 19 physically but i'm still in kindergarten asking that pastor question after question yeah i think that you know folks i i, I think this is all good i think uh, you know pastor we come to this place in, in this scripture the foreknowledge of god the sanctification of the spirit unto the obedience and the sprinkling of the blood of christ there's so many things going on in that verse at first peter one two and 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 we went on to talk about uh, you know, as we look at these things, so sanctification it's in a process. academic, it's a process. And, and it's, uh, it, it's something, you know, there's no shortcut to sanctification. Yeah, and this is one of the questions I ask at ordinations of young men going into the ministry. Is sanctification an act or a process? And it's both. It's an act because at the time we get saved, God sets us apart as his special possession. That means to be set apart, that word sanctification. But after that, 
we progressively get out of the practice and habits of sin, that's progressive sanctification, putting off old sin nature yeah. habits. And we'll talk about that in one of our yeah. coming sessions. Now, brother, we, in, in about 30 seconds, I hate to do this to you, 40 seconds, the best book aside from the Bible that you ever read that helped you with your Christian walk? Wow. That's hard, I know. <laughs> oh, that one is hard. For counseling, it's uh, how to say no to a stubborn habit is a good one. But for devotional reading connected to the Bible, Sidlow Baxter has a book, Awake My Heart. And if you can get a copy of Sidlow Baxter's, it'll give you daily devotionals and passages that have meat in them and outlines and quotes that'll bless your heart devotionally. And there we go, folks. Maybe try to grab a copy of Awake My Heart by Sidlow Baxter. That's right. And uh, maybe something like that could be a blessing to you. Listen, it's, uh, we're just honored to be able to have this opportunity. God bless you. We're thinking about you. Those of you who are overseas missionaries, we hear an awful lot from you, but we want you to know you're heroes. You're serving uh, our God around the world, and, and we just want to give you a special Happy New Year as well as everybody else. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.